Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Exhausted. <laughs> you were at the Philadelphia Flower I Show. Was. That's the reason. You know, and what you don't re- realize when you're there... You got a lot going on around it to get there. Oh, yeah. But when you're there, I I think I probably walked two miles the yeah. whole day. And, Just, you, and the other thing is it's not a fast walk. No. You, have to, you have to see everything and pay attention yep. to it. And what was yep. your favorite part? Um, I have to say that I think my favorite part of it was not the beginning. Everybody talks about that when you first walk in and you've got all these things all over your head, hanging from the ceilings. It's a very um, engaging type of an entrance. You just don't know what to do first. It's right. almost like you you walk into, um, that, what was that place, the Green Kingdom, when you get to Oz, you know? Yeah. Uh, everything is just wonderful and spectacular. That's the impression you get well, when there, you walk were through. Were there poppies? No, poppies. there were no no poppies hanging out there. <laughs> they probably um, were in there, but there were just some extremely unique. That that's a ridiculous word because unique is unique by itself. But let's just call it that unique arrangements where um, children as well as adults put together using some form of. Uh, flowers for lack of a better term but seeds and things like that to create these um, masterpieces Masterpiece. that they were just incredible I, I've never seen anything like it and it just uh, I said to Joan who was with me my friend Joan I said you know the thing that amazes me about this when I look at it is that I don't even understand how they conceive the idea because they were all abstract arrangements. They would use different types of sticks and wood and leaves and the flowers and hemp and um, all kinds of different stuff. But in any event, the combination of all of it was spectacular and they were judged. And the first, second, third prize, honorable mention, I don't know how they even were able to distinguish one from the other because they were just 
incredibly beautiful and i did take lots of pictures yeah. but i think the fun part was as we were walking into the convention center there's a long hallway before you actually get to the entrance and the the entire hallway was just dotted with uh, people who were vendors for lack of a better term because they all really were more marketing people than anything but they all had places to go to visit and so there was the Outer Banks had a, a big display and people who were there. The next one up was probably something in Virginia. Then there was another one for the Poconos. But my most favorite one was for Lackawanna County. And they actually had the picture, the, the, the standing board of um, Michael and Dwight, I think was the name of the character, from the office. Mm -hmm. And they were set up so that they were people height and then there was a spot in the middle so that you could put your head in there and take pictures <laughs> and the guy said welcome to the office and i didn't have an opportunity to engage the people who were there i wondered if they were from lackawanna county mm -hmm. or if they were people who were yeah, hired you would think it would be the lackawanna county visitors bureau uh, right well, would that's do what that. it was who sponsored yeah. it but i don't know if they actually sent somebody there or they hire people to go and do yeah. these things right so that was kind of fun but then farther down on the left hand side was a display of state farm and, and was of course Jake there was it were his khakis there too you guys had the red shirts and the khakis i love it so joan <laughs> goes up to the guy and says excuse me are you jake <laughs> and did he say uh jake guy said no i'm at, jake's in new york today oh, i love so, it okay fine love it. i can't imagine how many people that day or any day that that place has been open have said exactly the same thing to these guys but they were the only they thing were great. is i have to tell you i like the old commercial better which one? This Jake from State oh, Farm so commercial. Right. Like, classic. why did they change it? Well, I don't know. Because I know they're, they're just adding on to it. And that's him yeah. when the guys, the other, the new kid says, hey, do they ever ask you what you're wearing? And he yes. goes, yeah, that's the old Jake. Yeah, but right. I just like the whole, because I like when she said, she sounds hideous. Yeah, well, he's a guy, so. <laughs> She's a guy, so. I think we can all <laughs> say every line in that thing it's because it's so funny. It's one of the best commercials I and I don't I, know why. I, when I, I think ever, about it. I've, well, because it's so good. I mean, everything he's saying, it's kind of like he's secretive about it. It's three in the morning. And, you know, and she's like, what are you wearing, Jake, from State Farm? You know, like, it's it's like tongue in cheek. It's so, rea the, the reactions of both of them are, all of them are great. So it was, it's just a good commercial. It, it is. It's a, it but really so, is a classic. But so State Farm was your favorite thing then. Well, that so far, yeah, I gotta <laughs> say. But then as we got in there and it started looking around there just was so many wonderful things and the part that was really special about it was my niece Mara Gilbert is a teacher in a, a private school in Philadelphia and um, I didn't realize this but she had entered some plants that her children in her class had grown and they actually were part of the judgment judges or whatever you want to call it and they won second prize wow that's so great. All the little kids from her class came to this event with chaperones, and we met them all there. And they were so proud to see their names on the ah, bottom cool. of the thing. And they were just ecstatic about that. That's nice. And they were so funny because, you know, the kids are first graders. The kids were just so wild and crazy with so much energy and everybody wanted to talk at the same time and they couldn't figure out. We were there with my sister and Joan 
and they knew that they call her Miss Gilbert. They knew that Miss Gilbert's um, mother was coming, who they referred to as Mrs. Evans. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they couldn't do Mrs. Gilbert and Miss Gilbert. Yeah, so I get it. She became Mrs. Evans. Uh-huh. So and Mrs. were you Evans, Mrs. DiNapoli? No, they had no <laughs> idea who I was. And, of course, they pronounced it aunt. And they said to me, um, are you Miss Gilbert's aunt? I said, yes. Oh, and and who is this other person? And Joan, having been a teacher, said, oh, my name is Joan. I'm a teacher, too. Oh, well, I thought there was only one of you who was the aunt. I said, oh. that's me. So then they, they're trying to put it all together, and they couldn't figure out all the players. So anyway, this one kid is just a riot. He's, his name is Daniel, and he's just so funny because he's filled with energy. And he dances the whole time. Dances. He, can't st- he cannot stand still. So his other friend, I forget what his name is now. I, I know I should know it. I want to say Galen, but I don't think that's it. Anyway, um, the two of them, I said to them, all right, guys. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Go. So they both started dancing like they were doing break dancing and craziness. They just went nuts. I'm sure the people nuts. loved it there. Oh, they didn't care because there weren't that many people there. <laughs> okay. That's the interesting part because of the whole coronavirus oh, thing. so there weren't, yeah. A lot of people stayed away. Mm-hmm. Did, pe- did people have masks on there? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I got it's my boys in the in the little uh, video, and they, I just look at it and smile and laugh. Now, do they have? It's great. Do they sell flowers that you could walk? Oh like, yes. Oh, see, I, I've never believe this or not. You've never I been lived there. in Philadelphia for seven years, yeah. and I never, I never went to one, ever gone. And my sister's going this weekend, and she asked me if I wanted to go, but I couldn't. And so I would like to, but I just have never, I've never done it. Well, it's at the convention center. Yes. Right? So so what we did is we uh, parked up at my sister's house at Chestnut Hill and just took the train right in there because it goes right to the spot. Uh You don't even have to get out above ground. So um, actually more than half of the place is the displays, Uh and they're beautiful. They're just breathtaking. But the other half of it is all vendors. And you can buy. Did you buy any flowers? I I didn't buy any flowers. Yes, well, no. Eucalyptus And did they have any, like... Um, funky, cool, um, not real flowers. You know how yes. there's so, I love any yes. kind of like crafty, um, artsy looking flowers like they, that. And they had Do they have the ones that. that you hang on the wall and stuff too? Yes. Oh, okay. And they so had, um, they had a whole bunch of the ones that uh, were shown in the displays that you could buy the seeds or the bulbs or mm-hmm. whatever if you wanted to grow them. So I bought a new, um, I don't want to call it a bunch, for lack of a better word, of eucalyptus. Okay. Because I really haven't had any in the house, and I just loved it. When I brought it home last night and took the lower leaves off and stuck it, excuse me, in this jug that I have, you know, it's just a nice tall jug, ceramic jug. It just filled the house with such a wonderful smell. Uh-huh. There's Loved another kind it. of eucalyptus my sister uses. It's like a very fine and it's sort of dangly. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. Maybe I it's dangling eucalyptus. One. I don't know, but I love it. She puts it in her um, filler for yes. her stuff. It's beautiful and it lasts forever. And I got three succulent plants. Mm, They're little tiny, them. tiny ones. Love them. And um, that was it. Oh, and of course, there was a wonderful chocolate person there and the vendors bought a big chunk of that of course you did of course i did flowers and chocolate yes your own uh yes your own girlfriend so (laughs) boyfriend (laughs) 
I am. I indeed. love it. I love it. So that's what I, I did. We spent most of our time doing that. And uh, and then we left about, oh, the thing my sister was most interested in is they have a wine tasting area. Oh, God. Way outside of that, but still under the roof. And it, it was open from one to four and then from five to seven. And you just walk through and there are vendors after vendors sampling after vendors. Sampling and sampling and sampling. Sampling wi- their wines. And Ugh. they have stuff. And, you know, the thing is, okay, fine. By the time you get out of there, you're totally available? I don't know. But we got there at 10 of four. And, and they time, wouldn't let anybody in. And what time did you get out of there? We left about five. And you drove, right? Did you go to dinner and then home? Yes, or? we went to dinner in we Chestnut Hill. We are in Chestnut Hill. Hill, okay. Yes. And then after that... We drove back to Joan's house, where I got my car, and then I drove home. Yo. What time did you get in? 10.30. It wasn't too bad. No, not Probably too no bad. traffic, right? None. Yeah, that's good. And it's None. an easy ride. The turnpike's easy. It, it is. You, did, you took the turnpike, right? I took the turnpike yeah. down, and I took 33, 80, 380, 81 back. Oh, okay, because you were coming from Allentown. From okay. Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Okay, so well, that there was you the story. Well, that's nice, Lynn. I'm glad is, you had a good time. I had a great day. Mm-hmm. And thanks to all my village that allows me to do these things yeah. because I couldn't really do it without it. So wow. I thank all of my, my friends who helped with um, caregiving duties. And uh, it enabled me to go and have a really nice time and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. One of them whom, who kind of went above and beyond the college duty think he did. for you. Why don't you give him a big shout-out? <laughs> big shout-out to Meyer Moskowitz. He did uh, overnight up, duties. Yes, and calls Lynn a saint. So going <laughs> forward, that's how it works <laughs> for our patch. But they were having a good time, Lynn. They were, is what I, I heard. It. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Anyway, any, any um, shout outs? No, um, I have two birthdays. I today, the fifth, which is when we're taping, my niece Heather, happy birthday to Heather Young Guzzi, and my dear friend Mary Kate Culkin's birthday is today. So, happy birthday to Mary Kate as well. If you see any of those gals, wish them a happy, a little well, bit belated. I and have to do a shout out to uh, <laughs> one of my neighbors who tells me that he listens to us every morning. So every I hope morning. he's listening I wish I mean, he listens every to us Saturday. Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Uh, Chuck Svados, uh, it's a hard last name to pronounce, but he we've talked about him before. He has his uh, his little dog, Stevie, oh. and he walks all over the place, and yeah. he's the guy that, Stevie. honestly, that he that brings picks up everything the garbage the, yeah, cans and a, brings them back up the driveway. What a wonderful guy. That's a really nice thing that he does. So I want to say thank you to Chuck and yay. And Stevie. And Stevie. There you go. He's a sweetheart. I know. I love it. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. We will be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I said I was exhausted, and I am, but I'm... Hanging in there. It was a nice day yesterday, good time. The weather was absolutely spectacular. Beautiful day um, at in Philadelphia. But we are here. So um, I wanted to go back over. You have to say you. Sorry. You didn't say you. I didn't say me either. I'm, that's what I tell you. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm saying we were, I'm way out okay, of my league here. Go All ahead. Right, so my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called... 
Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we have a couple things. I, I think this might be interesting to hear your take on this. Oh. Yeah, where should you live when you retire? Three reasons why relocating might be best. And all we hear about is aging in place. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we don't want to do that. So I'm just throwing this out there. But this article was written by uh, a man or a woman, I'm not sure, Christy. I'm assuming it's a woman. Christy Bieber from The Motley Fool, which is a great website, by the way. Yeah, I love that. It is. Um, so when we look at some of the reasons why you might want to relocate, we're not saying where you're going to, but why you might want to leave where you are. So number one is your state has a high cost of living. Didn't we talk about that? I don't remember if we yeah, did. Yeah, I think I, we talked about well, this. Well, then we're going to talk about it again. No, that's fine. I thought we maybe we had a continuation. But we did talk about that because it was why you wouldn't want to stay in your state, I think. Right. Yeah. So okay. All right. Then I'm sorry. I, I, I think. This. Tell me the other ones and I'll see. Um, number two is your state taxes, your e Social yep. Security benefits. Yep. Three, there aren't many seniors where you live. Yes. And that's it. Those are the three reasons. Yeah. The, we talked. But let's expand okay. on that because I think it was a rushed. I think we it was at yes. the end of a segment okay. so uh, expound on that i All should right, so say so your state has a high cost of living that's the first thing now we know that a lot of people like we talk about you know with um, getting out of their homes and selling that home that is probably their largest chunk of cash that they will have to use in retirement right if they don't take that money and buy another house free and clear which a lot of people do unless they have a reverse mortgage right and, and that <laughs> really? is important yeah, yeah yeah but let's say that they don't go the reverse mortgage route and say i have a four hundred thousand dollar home i'm going to sell it okay i get after everything what I have to pay, realtors fees, blah, 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 blah. I end up with 350000 I'm just saying that. May not be that low, but let's use that number. Okay, so now you decide that you want to go and live someplace that you really would like to live, but you realize that if you take that money and put it into a property, you have no cash left. And so if all things being equal, if you say, I want a two-bedroom, place that has you know whatever this 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 and this and it's very similar to what i had but i it's in a condo and i don't have to worry about shoveling the snow or doing whatever and if it's in florida fine you don't have to worry about the air conditioning breaking whatever it is there's always an issue relative to whatever state you live in hurricanes tornadoes you name it but the point is that all things being equal it now is going to cost you more sometimes if you go to some of these cities where you think you want to live so for instance let's say you leave northeastern pennsylvania and you decide you want to go to boston because you have kids there or whatever reason it is you want to go to boston or you want to go someplace in the south that might be more expensive the point is that now you've got a situation where you've got the same living facility 
but the cost to be there is more than what it was in, let's say, northeastern Pennsylvania. So how do you make up the difference? Um, you have to look at the fact that that would not make sense if you had to, if the cost of living or even going to Philadelphia, going to Philadelphia from northeastern Pennsylvania would cost you one and a half times more to live in the same type of situation than it would in northeastern Pennsylvania. If you don't have the revenue, Social Security, investment income, pensions, if you still had one of those, then it's gonna, then you can't afford to live there. You can afford the house, but you can't afford the standard of living in the place. So you have to take a look at that before you choose where you wanna live. And people just make that initial assessment based on if I sell my house, how much will I get for it? Then I'll buy another house for the same value somewhere else. It's not just the house. It's much more. It's including the standard uh -huh. of living. You can find that stuff online. And one of the places that I used once before was a place that used to be called, I'm not sure if it's the same, salary.com. And if you know that your income here is X, you plug that in and then you either by zip code or by city, put that in and it will tell you how much more it costs to have the same standard of living as your salary does here. Wow. So if it's one and a half times, then you know that's about what it is you're going to need just to maintain a standard of living. And some people say, I don't even have enough to equal the salary I've been living on now. So you cannot, you can move, but you'll be, what they say, um, house rich house and cash poor. poor. Right. And that doesn't work. And then no. you end up selling what you have just to get rid of it so that you can get some cash. Or you could do a reverse mortgage like we talked about before, which is another very interesting way to do it. But as this article talks about, high cost of living areas such as Massachusetts, Hawaii, yeah. Maryland, and New York. Those are very expensive places. So that's one thing you, know, you want to watch. Um, yes, you can relocate, but make sure you're checking out your cost of living. Number two, your state taxes, your Social Security benefits. Um, just 13 states in the United States impose state tax on Social Security, and by 2022, only 12 will. What I'm interested to know when I read this is which state is the one that's dropping that, yeah, because that's, they don't say it. <clears throat> so does it tell you the states that are in it? No, but we know it's not Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania does not impose any state income tax on Social Security or on any retirement income. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. For a lot of people, that's really an important difference. So if you have money that comes from your IRA, from a pension, from uh, any kind of, four, we call them 403B, but things like TIAA, CREF, if you were a teacher or a professor in colleges, that income is also not taxable in Pennsylvania. That can make a big difference. And the third one was there aren't many seniors where you live. Uh, so for a lot of people, that's a reason why they want to relocate because they feel that if you go to a place that's not necessarily 55 and older, but it's a place that has more amenities, 
for people who are older, mm -hmm. then you find that there are the things that you like to do more. So in other words, we don't need a racetrack. <laughs> we might need a swimming pool that has a waiting area or a hot tub, mm -hmm. which is more in line with what some seniors would want. You mean racetrack is in, you don't need a jogging, like somewhere right, to right. run. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there are some people that might want to do that. But the point is that it's not necessarily geared up to the needs of seniors. Mm -hmm. And I have, I think this is what we talked about the last time. I have mixed feelings on that because I think senior living, not facilities, but senior living, living communities that create all of those amenities for people over age 55 also tend to, um, exclude opportunities for younger people to interact with them. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think we have the conversation that Pat always says about he doesn't want to ever live in Florida because yeah, it's because God's I, waiting room. Yeah, I know. But he really enjoys being around kids and being around younger people. He finds that intellectually stimulating. And I, I think that's true, that if you don't hang around with people, you tend to become an old fuddy-duddy, you know. Well, in my day, we... <laughs> well, but I do think, I mean, the Florida thing, I think, is most the, the climate. Yes. You? I mean, yeah, it, it is. Regardless, it's there's so much to do. You could be outside. It's the, just, I... There's nothing like it to me. William. No, I don't think it's any. I disagree with him because he thinks that Florida is all yeah, 55 and, and older communities. Yet my brother has lived there for 35 right, years, and he still loves to go and visit them. So I don't know why he hasn't changed that in his yeah, head. Yeah, because it is. It's a great place, and there's a lot of families. Now, would you go? Would you ever be a um, a uh, snowbird? Uh, the, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I would never preclude that. But I do think that you really have to have a lot of support to make that work. Because if you are living here in the summer months, I know friends who've had parents that lived in Florida uh, and were up here for the uh, summer months and found out that there were major problems with the air conditioning systems and mold that so easily grows in Florida. And they didn't know about it for a long time because nobody was there. Yes, yeah, see, I wouldn't own in Florida. I would, I think but it's cool. that's a good point. I yeah. would, I would rather, this is me, I would rather rent, yep. keep my own property here and rent in Florida and let that be somebody else's issue and I, I agree just rent with you. I think that because makes sense. then that stuff you don't worry and then as long as you have the right people where your home is or wherever else you're doing taking care of it you're you're okay I think it's then you don't have to worry about hurricanes and tour that's right. all the things that happen and that was another issue it's not your you don't own it not my so um I just think that unless you're and, and that's that's I say if you're going for a couple months four or five months a year yeah to the to the sunshine state which I would love to do I would right this minute <laughs> you would? I would love to go from January to like mm, end of April at least yeah I think it'd be perfect yeah right after the holiday yep gone 
Yeah, and I know people that do that. And and I've had clients who wanted to buy property down there. I said, please don't. Yeah, just rent. No, just rent. Mm -hmm. Let it be somebody else's Yeah, headache. exactly. And you take care of what you have to take yeah, care of. It's it's really. kind of neat. And then get an RV. And then, like, there's a million things I would love to. I know oh, you would. That was cool. It's just neat. I want, that's my thing. I'm, that's the only real thing on that I want to do. If you had a bucket list, so to speak, yes. is I'd like to get and drive an RV. Not, well, I would drive it, but go across the country in an mm -hmm. RV and back. Like how far across the country? All the are you way to about? California. Straight across? No, and go I zigzag it and, and then zigzag it okay. back. Yeah, because you'd miss so many things in right, the corners. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> why I and and the other thing I want to do is drive down the coastline of California yeah, from San I've, Fran up in that neck of the woods and all the way yeah. down. I that's did that with some friends. It was wonderful. Here we go. All right. Well, that's on our wish list. So you already so you already did that. I did See, it. it's beautiful. I, I crossed isn't it? that off. It was a dear fabulous. friend of mine just went about two years ago and she said it was incredible. I'd like to have like a a um a convertible and you know, uh -huh. that would be great. Anyway. Well we, the friends right. we were with had to go to the eighteenth hole of the Pebble Beach golf oh, okay. spot. All so right. that took us from uh, way up top there, I forget, Santa Cruz, I think it was, the University of something, all the way down the coastline. And we ended up there. I love it. And it had to have his picture taken. There so. you go. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be right back. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, we have our guest expert, Miss Leah Jenicopoulos from ERA One Source Realty up next. So hang on. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us is our guest expert of the, the week, Miss Leah Jenicopoulos. And Leah is the... Um, the business development director for ER, I know, because she was going, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, for ERA One Source, ERA has about 100 agents going strong. And there's seven offices in 10 counties, right, Leah? Yeah, we cover over 10 plus counties. Plus, I'm a realtor, too. Plus, yes, yeah, she is yeah, a realtor as well. Too. <laughs> yeah. And so we are talking about. Well, I guess the topic of the month, which would be the coronavirus, but not really. We're talking about what happened in our favor in the housing market with the feds cutting the rates. Oh, I don't yes. know if which you guys is, saw yes, that. Yes, it's yes, great. It's a half point, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah which is huge. Yay. Yeah. So now is really like the time to buy. If you were on the fence, if you wanted to, it really is. Um, Lee, what are rates? Pray tell. Now. Right now, they're down. Like, Some are. I actually two, looked into threes, a I was twos? thinking... 3.1. I just called. It's uh, so funny. I called the other day. Yeah. Um, so there, it's down to 3.1 for some aspects, um, depending on the length of the loan. But even up to, I believe, 243 months, they're at 3.3. So, I mean, that's phenomenal. So really now is the time to buy. They did this in the, you know, amidst of the crisis that's going on. So it doesn't hurt the economy 
all together. So I think that was a really smart move on the Fed's part to do that because it's actually getting people to keep buying, get moving, maybe even list. Um, that's also another important factor of this. There's no inventory right now at all. So I was just going to say to you, if it, with that incentive on top of what already existed, your inventory was so low before. Right. What are you going to do now? I don't I mean, know. Well, I'm people. hoping that's going to be getting people that were on the fence <laughs> as much as who was ever on the fence yeah. of buying. Maybe they're on, you know, you're on the fence of selling. So maybe you were thinking of waiting till next year to buy the house that's, you know, for the growing family, or you were thinking of selling and having one more year in the big house and then downsizing. Maybe now would be the time to downsize. Maybe now would be the Lock time to upgrade or maybe even buy an investment property. You know, mm -hmm. why not when the interest rates are so low? This is really, really a great thing. And again, I know we've talked about this before. A lot of people sometimes get nervous with the investment properties because of the headaches that lie with them. Um, there's no reason to panic because ERA does have a property management company, mm -hmm. which could alleviate a lot of stressors for the landlord. So you're able to be able to buy your property and then go about your business and and I think that's a really nice point and it's a really nice feature that we have because I think it really does take away the stress of I don't have time to be worrying about this I still have this or I have to worry about this so you know if you were thinking about maybe investing in something real estate is still I believe one of the number one investments you can make and, and I do think um, I've changed my opinion through the years I do think that um, if you get the right property, um, whether you're handy and can repair it and get it to where you need it to be, or if it's in great shape and then you can find the proper renters and you can get, you know, I know many people who have renters for years and years and years and, you're, and they're great renters and that's what they want to do because so many people want to be there, especially mm -hmm. older people in, as we've spoken about, right. who sell their homes and they don't want to be bothered with home ownership. So yep. look from the investor standpoint, side, Leah, right? Because it's a way to make money with the rates, as you said, as low as they are. Now, Leah, what is it? There is something after so many investment properties, something happens with the rate or with what? what is that, Lynn? Maybe from investment rate? I don't know if it's the rate. There's something after so many investment properties. Oh, yeah. You become actually, it's it shifts the ownership type for your tax reasons. Okay, maybe that's what so I'm thinking. So instead of it is just it five, that you can get, four, five, something. I don't even know what that number is. But okay. uh, it, the way it works is once you you have a certain number of properties, you're considered to be uh, a real estate in, in the real estate in, business. Okay. And therefore, it's a different it's, bracket. It's a different thing okay. altogether. All right. So. Um, yeah, I think it's a good idea because there are some really nice, I mean, I've seen through the years some really nice looking uh, multi-unit properties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one the other day. It was over in a really nice area. Beautiful. Updated. It was great. And it was, it was vacant, but the guy was ready to retire and they were moving away. Mm -hmm. And I was there and about four other people realtors were in line yeah. to get in. So it was like 10 minute intervals of, Lee, so never, that's how crazy the market is right now. Yes. I'll never forget the first property that I listed when I went with Sunita um, was a friend of mine was selling their property, her, her ex-husband and, and her dad, because I'm friends with the mother and the daughter. And the, they, I listed his property. And the day after I listed it, I had nine appointments <laughs> in two days wow. and I had eight Offers? Eight offers 
overbid. Wow. The day that now we had an appraisal on That's the property, a great way to so start. We, we they wanted it sold. I said, okay, here's what the appraisal is. We could do this. We could do this. And they said, just I just want this thing sold. And they were very. He was easy to deal with. We got it done, and we had seven offers out of eight agents who walked through the door. Wow. Um, well. That's a really and great was, way you know to who, start. Who ended up buying it? Do you remember? And, and she used to, I don't know where she is now. Cheryl Angeli. Do you know Cheryl? No. Okay. And I loved mm -hmm. her. She was wonderful. So it was my first deal. And it was. That's it was, a good way to start your was, career. It sure was. I mean, in that, and it, 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 of course, my career in Philly started in a really cool way, too. But that just, it, it was price. The reason is, it was priced right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, absolutely. And it, and so it was that an is, investment and people wanted it. It was three units. That is something I do want to touch on. If your house is priced right, especially in this market, it should be going right away. Right. I mean, not always because there could be other factors in there but you want to make sure that you have your house priced right on the market and that you know you're being seen you're coming up in searches so for these people that are kind of on the fence especially like all sellers right now mm -hmm. if you're on the fence we do offer free market analysis right. at era so you know there's nothing you're not tied to anything there's no change you nothing you know give us a call we'll go over everything with you we'll hear about what you have and maybe what you did to it and maybe we can even come out and meet with you walk the property but even if you don't even want to take it that far, you could call any of our offices. If you're in the Stroudsburg area, if you're in the Mountaintop area, wherever, Old Forge, Peckville, Scranton, Clark Summit, and we could do a free market analysis for you. So maybe you can get an idea of where you're at with your home and if maybe another mortgage is in the mix for you, if another house is in the if your path, you know, so that is something we do offer at ERA, which is free of charge as well. And I think that that's important because I think even if you don't have an idea, some people say I have absolutely zero n n knowledge of what my property is worth. So that is sort of, it's not a certified appraisal, but it's still nonetheless taken from basically the same things from current sales uh, based on the comps of your home. Right. So, I mean, it, it will give you roughly what your property is worth. And maybe if you sit on that a little and if it's any just if you thought any inclination to sell maybe that will be the impetus it, to push right. you over and maybe we can even help you after mm -hmm. you know we do your market analysis and, and tell you hey like you have a great house and you know this is where it might go this quickly and there's x amount only for sale right now so that's something too that we can have that conversation with you about so i do want to say all of our agents are very knowledgeable and yep. they have um a lot of information that they could help you with even small things like you know maybe paint this room or you know add a piece of granite to your bathroom or fix your tile like just small little things it doesn't have to be huge money things that are going to be costly and add up and you know and and you as the consumer might have a question too to be like if i do this is this going to add value to my house or can you know you give me an idea and it is true there's so many people you talk to that they're like i have no idea they, no clue Mm -hmm. So that's your, a nice service that we have. Like we're not looking. Yeah, no, you know? because then, and then you would hope if that's a decision, they decide that they will call you and use absolutely and use that because that's the thing that that really I'm going to use an old West Side term slays me the the, <laughs> the, the, the most about about um um 
uh, real estate is the lack of loyalty with, right. with an agent who you think, oh, I could do this. I'm do you, you know, you need to stay loyal to your agent. And if it isn't working out, let them know that. But don't just jump ship. Right. I mean, Leah, that's so frustrating. No, it, and it is because, you know, there is a lot of time that goes into it's what you're the doing back for end. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, another feature I would like to hit on and totally off the coronavirus interest rates and everything. <laughs> it's a perk for the buyer. We actually introduced a program called ERA Moves. It is only for the ERA franchise, ERA brokerages only. It is a service that we're now offering to all buyers. Once we get your information, we get your agreement of sale and we get everything ready to go when you're buying a house. Do you know what it, how long it takes for a buyer to turn on all of their utilities the day of moving? No. An estimated, it's an average of about 14 hours it takes in total to switch over your gas, your electric, your water, if you need a dumpster or whatever it could be. So now there's a concierge service on the back end for ERA. And they handle everything for you. They call the buyer. They've already navigated and zoned in on where you're moving. Is it PPNL in your area? Is it UGI? Is it Comcast? Whatever it may be, they set up everything. They check with the buyer's schedule. When will you be home? This is when X, Y, and Z can come out and turn this on for you. And then the buyer never has to pick up. I love it. Anything. I think that's and great. And we're the only, wow, we're the only company offering that. How long are you on terminal hold? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or they can't find your meter. Yeah. Or, the, oh, no, it's not registered number. to this address. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So, you know, that does become a nuisance and it's so stressful because you're trying to figure out what do you do, like where. And also we'll send you a coupon the day of moving because the most sought after dinner the day of moving is pizza. I love it. <laughs> it's the truth. It's so easy. That's get a box, true. pop but, it open. You know, right and the we'll stay in touch with you during your move after, which I think is nice that ERA doesn't want to just be like, okay, we sold your house, now See we're ya. here. We yeah. like to always stay in the picture forever. Right. Obviously, that's well, the goal. Well, that's what you should do. You become, mm -hmm. but you we check in. so closely and such intimacy mm -hmm. is given about your personal um, yeah. being from yeah. a fight. Because look, it, your financials are, are given up, so to speak, you know, to the, for the most part. You have to know you can afford it. That, it's very intimate, the relationship when that happens. So, you know, you do want to continue that. Absolutely. And keep that going. It's 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 important, especially when they're as good as the agency's ERA. You just want to exactly. be honest. Exactly. Stay on with them. Leah, um, as far as um, uh, the properties then, if you're looking, do you have a, a whole separate, Does is there anybody who does like kind of specializes in just multi-units or is everybody kind of mixed in with uh, uh, residential and, and multi-unit? Um, there is a few agents that um, specialize more so in that investment mm -hmm. realm, but as far as Multifamily, it falls under residential, uh, so yeah. everyone so usually has does. their hands okay. in that pot. So okay. sometimes it gets a little confusing if you want to know maybe rent or, you know, the cap rates or those kind of things. But there's great help all over. So, you know, it depends, but there's always an answer to every question. Okay, so tell everybody how they could get in touch with you if they'd like to talk to you about selling their property, doing a CMA, just plain old information about what you, you offer. You for can ERA. call us at our home office, which is 570-587-9999. Visit us at www.era1.com. Like us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter because we have so much information all the time on our social media and all of our 
outlets. So we do have a great following on there. And you could reach me at 570-947-9250 if you have any questions or if you even maybe want to be a realtor. There you go. That's <laughs> another thing. Yes. So. yes, ma'am. All right. Well, Leah, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a good weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.